Welcome back, everybody. I'm Kirk Pearson, the host of the podcast. This is the Sub-Zero Coffee Podcast, and we're back. We're back. And I'm joined today by none other than the two other Sub-Zero Coffee Amigos, those being Todd Souter and Ty Mason. <laughs> and you might have just heard just a sort of smattering of Todd's little giggle there when I pronounced his name, because he alleges, and I don't know where he gets off sort of putting this position to me, Ty, but I don't know where he gets off saying that his surname is pronounced Suta and not Souter. Can I get a please explain here, Todd? It's not actually pronounced Souter. The correct pronunciation is Suta. See, I don't have any sort of historical, you know, evidence there to, to back that claim we'll have to, up. We'll have, to call, we'll have to phone a friend. We'll have to yeah. call up Greg Suter and sort of get confirmation. I was about to say, we'd have to call Greg. and um, We'll have to phone a friend. Yeah. Greg Souter. Mm. Uh, Greg Souter, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, so and you, you would have also heard... Ty's voice there, so welcome to the podcast, Ty. This is your first time on the podcast. Yes, certainly is the very first time on the podcast. But it's a very special podcast, this one. Yes. Very uh, special. Why? We're having a pop-up next week. Mm. After we've been, we've been, to get a bit of um, frozen coffee pun sort of talk going here, you know, we've been, we've been freezing up. We've been, we've been frozen for a few months. Yeah. On pause. But that's fine. Hibernation. Hibernation. That's Mm. right. But. We wanted to make the, we we spoke about this the three of us. And we wanted to make this podcast to sort of um, give people an idea of what we're up to now, what we've mm-hmm. been up to the last few months, what we're doing in the future, and um, yeah, and just to, just have a jolly good time of it all. Yeah. But Todd, a few of the listeners would be familiar with you because they've um, you know listened to the podcast that you and I did. I think that was episode seven. Yeah, from memory, yeah. Something mm. like that. Mm. I'm getting old, so I might have to sort of <laughs> double-check that. What are we up to now? Is this 21 this going to be? Oh, I've lost count. There's been a few. Mate, we're getting old, aren't we? Oh, memory's but fading. Yeah, 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 yeah. memory's fading. Wow. But I guess a good place to, s- to start here would be um, would be to tell the story of how we met, Ty. Ah, yes. yes. How did we meet? What's your recollection? Um, From memory, uh, Deakin University. Deakin University. Yes, living on campus. Living on campus. Me and Kirk had a weird sort of way of greeting. Mm. We um, always finally put on like an American accent and just sort of started talking about like, oh, do you want to go get a burger, man? Like all this just, <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but every time we'd see each other, it was just like. Go snap. down to the diner downstairs. Yeah. Do you want to go get a burger downstairs, Kirk? Like Get a chicken parmesaner? Yeah. Is that how you'd say it if you're American? Chicken parmesaner? Or jana? Jana? I don't know. Well, yeah. the. That's it's a very Australian thing, the chicken parmigiana. It's um, staple. It's a staple. Mm. It's you know every Thursday at if it's a good you know local pub, it would have a pot and parma night. Mm. Uh, there's a bit of a is it Victoria that pres- pronounces it parma and New South Wales as parmi. I'm definitely a parma. Parmi sounds a bit. Mm. Yeah, well, see, I was born in New South Wales, but uh, have yeah. somewhat assimilated here and have seemed to have taken on the Melbourne. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Pub grub lexicon, and <laughs> now now I call it Palmer. There you go. All right, so you know, we we met, bonded over some burgers and American accents. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a few other things we probably can't mention on the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> and here we are. And you studied what at university, Ty? Uh, I did visual communication and design, which is just a longer version of graphic design. Yep. Different name, same thing, same gist. More yeah. professional. Yeah, more yep. professional. And if you've looked at any of the graphics that have been done for Sub-Zero, they've all been done by Ty, so yeah, hats off to mm. you, mate. Very good work. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, every single one. 
but always, you know, a challenge, but I like it. And you grew up in Victoria as well? Yeah, regional Victoria, southwest, down near uh, Colac in a little town called Birigara. Birigara. You know, primary school, 100 kids. Yeah, okay. Pretty small. Yep. But you know how it is. Three cows? Months. Did you have some cows? Uh, bull farm. Bull farm. Different. Ah, so, yeah. you, so you're the son of a farmer? Yes, son of a farmer. Mm-hmm. Not that I spend much time on the farm myself, you know, a bit more of a city slicker, but... That's why we're here in Melbourne. Hey? You know, I spent three years living on a horse stud. When, I was, when was that? Oh, that was when I so I was a I was a naughty boy in high school and moved away from Sydney to to Ballarat, which is another country town. Home on the range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad had a horse stud, bred horses. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's where I live for. Oh, so you're southwest boy years. as well, yeah. Yeah, nice. south, so, sort of. So sort of. Sort of more western, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. so he lived, like, it was just me, my dad, my stepmom on a farm, you know, quite quite isolated, about 30 k's from, from town, and um, it was actually a good lifestyle. So I imagine you'd be quite versed in riding horses. I've ridden a few, but I, I, I'm not an avid rider. Huh. But who knows, maybe there's someone listening to the podcast who loves a bit of horses. How do we get onto this? <laughs> you know, this is a coffee podcast. How do we get onto this? We hit regional Victoria and then it just went, yeah. We did. We hit regional Victoria. Anyway, bing bong, bangity boot. Here we are. You, you're into coffee. Yes. I'm into coffee. Before we started, before Sub-Zero started, I messaged you when, what was that, was, 2019? Yeah, it was like November 2019. Like, come down, come to the workplace, I'll yeah. feed you a few coffees, do a tour, have a look around and we'll talk some talk some ideas for this this coffee business I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just um that was twenty that, that was pre COVID. Mm. That was yes. B C. That was good old days. Remember B C <laughs> Remember like life I'm struggling to remember life before COVID. Mm. Simpler time, wasn't it? It was a simpler time. Skewed your um sense of time, I feel, you know, that lost that whole year essentially. Mm. We had some fun, but like you know. Yeah. And we're not doing too bad here in Australia. No, no. No. I mean, if there was a Corona Watch segment, I think we're like kind of doing well. Uh, we, we can't vaccinate our population to save our goddamn lives, but we can, you know. We can stamp it out. We can, we can keep the COVID out. Right mm. now, the Australian government's policy is to... Uh, no one can really fly to Australia. If you do, you've got to undertake two weeks mandatory hotel quarantine. So you're literally stuck in a room for two weeks while you potentially recover from COVID or just get cleared, get the check. You know, you're all good. No COVID here. Um, but yeah, no, we're doing all good mm. for COVID. But um, I guess the next thing would be to bring up is like, we've, we've introduced Ty. We've had a few gags so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're actually having a pop-up next week. Yes, we yeah. are. Mm. In Abbotsford. Yeah. In, in in Right here in Melbourne, Victoria. So what are the, what are the dates, Todd? Uh, the dates are the 7th and 8th of May, which, which, which are a which Friday a, and a Saturday. They fall on a Friday and a Saturday. That's right. Very, ni- very nicely done. Uh, we're going to be open from 9 till 4. Mm-hmm. And Ty, where, what, what building will this be held in? Uh, I believe it's um, the Slayer HQ. Slayer HQ. Shout out to Slayer Espresso, yeah. the best people pretty much in the pl- on the planet. Um, always looked after Sub-Zero and... Their coffee machines are just excellent too. Mm, they're you know, sexy. You, 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 make, you make coffees... You know, we're baristas. We've all done the rounds. We, you know, yeah. you work on a few different coffee machines every here and there. But the way a Slayer makes a coffee, it's I don't know. Like I, I, I can't say anything sensible about it because there's I've got no hard evidence other than <laughs> it's all it's all purely anecdotal. It's just like, yeah, this this coffee machine makes the coffee better. Mm. Anyway, um, shout out to them and thanks for thanks for hosting us yet yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Shout out to Riverina Fresh too. It's not fresh unless it's Riverina Fresh. We'll be using the best milk at Sub Zero, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, where where are we at where, where where are we at in the podcast now? I guess we got a sort of we had a shop we for did. a few months there. Mm-hmm. Um, St Kilda Road, St Kilda Road, another another part of Melbourne. Um, had a bit of bad luck with the shop. I reckon. Yeah, a bit mm, unfortunate. Opened up. Uh, few days before a lockdown started so mm-hmm. although we're going very well now with COVID there was that sort of period where Melbourne got owned um, mm-hmm. but you know we got through that but yes. unfortunately it sort of um, you know Sub-Zero at the cafe made yeah. it a bit difficult uh, it, it was it was a bit of a, a wounding blow I guess I guess you could say but you know we got through that um, decided to close up the shop um, for those of the of you that don't know and uh, my personal feelings about that whole episode, I guess you could say, is um, obviously part of me is quite sad. You know, it was nice having our own shop for a bit, but also yeah. quite relieved. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I always wanted to open a cafe and now that I have, it's, um, you know, it's very tough. You know, yeah. it's all it's cracked up to be, some of it. You know, the obviously the... Owning your own, being your own boss part's awesome, but um, yeah. incredibly tough, especially, especially during those, uh, I guess, health and economic conditions. Yeah. Over to you, Todd. It's, um, yeah, it was, certainly was it was a great learning experience. Mm. Um, I'm glad we did it, but the amount of work that goes into owning and operating a cafe, like I take my hat off to anyone who owns a cafe in Melbourne because it is, it is a big job. Well, it's a very competitive market. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, some other observations from you, Todd, about... You know, opening and closing the cafe. Have you got anything else cooking up in there? Um, I was actually surprised. Like during the lockdown, obviously that was a very difficult time in people's lives. But the the interest and obsession, the need for coffee, just didn't stop. No, that that increased, um, especially online. Like a lot of people making coffee at home, which is really good to see. Yeah, well, I guess there's an element to this tie that um, when the pandemic started, I think everyone sort of thought, "Oh, everything in life's going to change." quite significantly and forever but things kind of feel business keeps going Mm. i mean obviously something we none of us will forget but i feel like in most facets of life and because there's um that we know of no detectable covid in the community in melbourne right now i mean things are kind of normal like yeah you can still do everything you, you used to do um and I know I said earlier that, like, do you remember before COVID times? But I guess right now is me feeling closest to what it felt like before COVID. Yeah, being mm. able to just walk down the street without having to feel like a criminal, you know? Like, mm. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we had, we, we had a curfew for a bit, didn't we? Yeah, oh, that uh, was terrible. That was interesting. That was terrible, the old curfew. But, Stressing, um, you're going to be home on time, you know, 7 o'clock, get back. Yeah. Got to run. Yeah, yeah, those legs moving. Yeah, so it was an 8pm curfew that you had to get home for. Yeah. But, you know, I got pretty good at Call of Duty during that lockdown <laughs> and f- may have started and finished Pokemon. Um, played a few games of Catan. Yeah. yeah. Bit of chess. Bit, Bit of, of chess. chess. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a very sobering experience having the cafe and mm. one that um, certainly won't forget for a long time. I think next time I open a cafe, it'll... It'll be with a lot more money and, mm. <laughs> you know, a bit more sort of life experience. But, yeah. you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's a positive learning experience. 
a positive learning experience. Have we told the story of the positive learning experience on the podcast before? Oh, no, we don't. We, maybe we should. Yeah, go on. Tell us. Take, take <laughs> yeah. it away, Todd. Okay. So my, my father, who's a very, very funny guy. Greg Souter. Greg Souter. Very hardworking, very funny guy. He's a music teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he was in Melbourne at the time, I think, visiting my brother or I for our birthday, as mum and dad always do. They love coming to Melbourne to have a visit. Anyway... Mm-hmm. His, his students were playing in a band. They were literally about to go on stage, but they forgot the guitar amp. So they called Dad and said, called Greg, I should say, and they said, uh, Greg, we're about to go on stage. We haven't got the guitar amp. And Dad just sort of said, well, guys, I'm actually not in Hobart. I'm in Melbourne. And the phone just went went quiet. So they were freaking out. And then my father, always looking at the positive side, said, guys, let's just call this a positive learning experience. You'll have to go acoustic. But it's that it's that <laughs> last sentence that sort of has you know yeah. s- been stuck in our history. It's sort of well, it, it'll go on forever. Absolutely, um, yeah. it's that that line, the positive learning experience. Yeah, got to look at the positives, mate. Even, even when things, Greg. Pardon? He's got some good one-liners, Greg. So yeah, he does. Well, see, have you have you met him? No, I really. Um, but you feel like out. you know the I guy. I feel like I know him. Like I, I <laughs> use some of his quotes in the daily. You know, like. Yeah, like a, I'm using them left and right. Yeah. I, I tell stories when Todd's not even here about Greg Souter and, um, you know, I feel like I know him better than you do in a way. I mean, I know what I are you don't. Talking about? <laughs> Just because like you tell that many stories about your dad and his He's iconic... He's funny, yeah. He, well, he seems like quite a funny guy. Yeah. And I have met him in person. But, yeah. And, yeah. Lucky. He's, he's pretty funny as well. He's very funny, yeah. Almost broke my hand with his handshake, but, you know. Oh, wow. Very, very firm grip. Oh, <laughs> Greg Souter. Stern. Very stern. But in this upcoming pop-up that we have, mm-hmm. we have some excellent coffees. Yes. Uh, one of them I'll, you know, share now. Okay. We managed to get enough of um, Carlos Escobar's Australia's Brewers, Cu- Brewers Cup winning mm. coffee. Wow. Which is mm. no small feat because they were selling, I think they were selling the, the coffee in... Doses, so it's like you buy. This is a thermal thermo shock geisha. Oh, I saw the branding for that the other day. It looked exceptional. Mm. Exceptional. He's mm. too tired. design cap on. Um, <laughs> so it's the thermo shock, which is a process I don't know enough about to sort of talk about on this podcast. But um, and then it's a geisha from El Paraiso, which is a well-renowned farm mm. um, that produces exceptional coffees in Colombia. Mm-hmm. So we've got. Oh, I'd like to say about 15 doses of that. So, which is, you know, hard to get your hands on. I had to pull a few strings to, to get that amount, but we got it. Yeah. Uh, another coffee we have coming up is a honey processed geisha roasted for milk Wow. by Veneziano Coffee Roasters. And that is, um, it's going to be exceptional. It tastes like strawberry milk and Earl Grey oh, tea with milk in it. Wow. Can mm. you believe that? I love a good strawberry let's, milk. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, you don't often get, you know, fl- floral qualities from a coffee through a milk but mm. riddle me that here you go what <laughs> else have we got cup of excellence winning pacamara from el salvador 2019 so oh. that's, that's that's a true vintage coffee wow so that's there's there's going to be going to be some of that bc that's bc as well <laughs> yeah well done <laughs> good gag there mate you're, you're picking this podcasting gear you know up quite well soon, soon you'll be the host oh i don't know about that but um We'll have a go. We'll, we'll have a crack. Uh, COE number two from Ethiopia as well. Rumadamo, roasted oh. by um, 
What was that roast to buy? Single O in Sydney. Sydney, yeah. Yep. Oh, the Hectic Milk Blend 2.0. Oh, oh, this is, this, oh, this might God. be the biggest sort of reveal of the whole podcast. Wow. So last year at Sub-Zero, mm-hmm. we had a blend and th- there was just there – was, there was no other way you could sort of categorise it other than calling it the Hectic Milk Blend. So we did. We called it the Hectic Milk Blend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was roasted by Honor Coffee and it was used by Nicole Batfeld, who was yep. then working for Honor Coffee mm-hmm. – in her, this is also a BC story. She was competing in the um, German Barista Championship and used this as a milk course component. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, anyway, we managed to get our hands on some of that, and it was insane. And unfortunately, it all sold out. It was that yep. good, but we managed to get the exact same coffees from this year's harvest and mm. roasted by Sam Cora again yes. at on a coffee. And so, we've called it the Hectic Milk Blend 2.0. Wow! So. Um, that's going to be available at the pop-up next week. Anything else, Todd, worth sort of, you know? Well, we're going to have oh. more coffee. Yeah, we're going to have more coffee, but yeah. which, which ones are we talking? Oh, there's a lot of good ones. Well, what was the last one we released? Come on, come on. Almost got it. It's the Bio-Innovation. Bio-Innovation. Palmer, Yortucan in Colombia, Sidra yeah. varietal. Oh, mate, and we've got that available for espresso and filter. Roasted oh, by the uh, infamous oh. Ben Tuvi. The wow. infamous, the one and only, he himself. The man, the myth, the legend. The man, mm. the myth, the legend, ben, Benjamin, Benjamin Tuvi, if I'm going to get my, you know, Spanish Slang. pronunciation on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, just <laughs> tough, yeah. Cra- tough crowd today, oh, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow, know. okay. Wow. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so there's some of the copies that we're looking forward to. Um and I've missed it, guys. Yeah. I've missed it. Um, we closed the cafe in January. Was it January? Yep, January so this year. Early January. W- what is it now? April. Mm. I don't even mm. know what year Steam it is. Really <laughs> we're at the end of April. We're already almost through it. That's yeah. how old I'm getting. Um, <laughs> now you get old, you get fat. <laughs> uh, 26, it's all down here from here, guys. Oh, 26. Uh, am wow. I the oldest here? I think you're the youngest here, actually. Yeah, you're the youngest. How old are you, Todd? 27. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I am the youngest. Far out. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Wait till you're 27, your knees just give out, man. Do they? Yeah. Oh. A working hospitality does that to you. Oh, so yeah, true. Ages you rapidly. It does. It does. Well, th- that's a, that's actually probably a good little side story to tell. When when I was walk when we were working at Sub Zero, I walked home every day. Lucky oh. enough that my brother and housemate Tom, you know, was kind enough to drive me to work. Um, didn't pick me up from work, but. <laughs> It was a, let's just say it was a solid walk home and I was wearing some not so good shoes mm. to work and for the walk home and ended up developing a stress fracture in my li- my right foot. Wow. Yeah, so moral of the story, kids, wear, wear good shoes to work. Wear insoles as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, if they're the right ones. Yeah. Yeah. Supportive insoles. Supportive insoles. But obviously there's, yep. a bit of a, there's a bit of a gap between January and now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Starting with Ty, what have you been up to in between January and now? Uh, not a whole lot. I've started a new job working in a cafe called Meet Me There. Meet Me There. Yeah, Meet Me There. Hey, I will. We're playing on words. It's just like down the road. Never mind. Hey, uh, okay. Never mind. Um, Loving it. Yeah, it's pretty good. We use Clark Street down there. Clark mind. Street. Yeah, yeah. Reputable Melbourne roaster. Yeah, it goes mm. well. I don't mind it at all. Mm. Just started there. Been there for a few, almost a month now. I think on and off. So yeah. Yep. Getting a few more hours, but... um, Doing a bit of design here and there? Yeah, doing a little bit here. Doing a bit by myself, you know, just experimenting, doing some stuff, you know how yep. it is. Recently um, became a dog dad. Yes, you did. Milestone. You. I feel like I'm more affinity now with uh, Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I feel like I'm definitely more on Greg's wave now with my little uh, boy Romeo, little pug master. Well, Greg's got how many? Uh, Greg's on the pugs, isn't he? Got two pugs. Yeah. Yes, two pugs. Oh, two pugs. Very nice. Couple of pugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, Literally. Could, <laughs> I'll could meet up with uh, Greg and we'll have a little bit of a grumble. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, no, so. It's sleep deprived at the moment, and so yeah, but you it's are. all right. Yeah, yeah. You so know, waking up three, four times a night to uh, relieve the little man, you know, weak bladders. Yeah, three months old or so. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Um, do, do you think this gives you an insight into having actual children? Oh my lord! Mass respect for parents. Mm. It is hard work, like very hard work. But you know, it'll be all worth it. Love the little man. It's very cute. He's cute. He's he's very cute. He's very cute. Yes. Um, yeah, no, had the trainer in the other day, started doing some obedience. Okay. Which he's slaying, which is great, you know. Mm. Shout out to Slayer Espresso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> is it assonance or alliteration when it's um, the same sound? Oh, English was never my strong might, might have to take that one unnoticed, but keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Not a whole, a whole lot. Sort of low profile. Yep. And Todd, talk us through, talk us through what you've been up to. Yeah. Um, well, it was interesting. It was a little, obviously a little bit sad after the cafe closed, a little bit down. But um, what, what what were your feelings around that when that happened? Uh, on one hand, and a this, little this, bit. This is kind of like what mm. we wanted to give people an insight with. Yeah. This was the main reason we're doing this podcast here tonight is to sort of give people an insight into our feelings about all this because yes. we've been pretty quiet for a few months. And yeah, um, yeah honestly, you know, unfiltered, un- un- undocted. Tell me, what what? How did you feel? when you knew we had to close the cafe and when we closed it and after? Yeah, obviously a little bit uh, disheartened is probably the right word. Mm-hmm. Obviously disappointed didn't do as well as we were hoped it would. We certainly loved working in the cafe. Like we put so much effort and time and energy into it. But yeah, obviously a little bit sad, didn't do as well as we had hoped. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, a little bit quiet a couple of weeks after closing the cafe. So like, you know, what do, you, what do I do now? Um, yeah, obviously still making coffee at home, still love coffee. Um, Matt Lewin was nice enough to offer me some work at Honor Melbourne in Brunswick. Matt Lewin being the reigning... Oh, wait, no, he's had that taken off him by... 2019. 2019. Australian Brewster Champion. Australian Brewster Champion. All-round great guy. All-round great guy. Um, yeah, got me, got me some work at Honor Melbourne in Brunswick and also working at Abacus on Chapel Street. Yes. Also using Honor Coffee. Yes. Run by the all-round great guy, Dylan Whitmore. He is a good guy, Dylan Whitmore. He's a good he, guy. So Dylan Whitmore being the owner of Abacus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also working there. Yes, you are. Yeah. So um, Dylan approached us about uh, – so if you follow me on social media, perhaps you've seen that I'm working there. But Dylan sort of approached us about putting a frozen coffee menu mm. in his cafe. And, it's very um, interesting, isn't it? You know, the timing and the circumstances were right because um, uh, it's. I'll be there until June. Mm-hmm. Um I'll, 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 I'll say why soon. but um, So I'll be there until June. But the idea yep. was to go in, put a frozen coffee menu in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we They were roasting their own coffee but have since decided to switch to Honor Coffee, mm-hmm. which, you know, up to them. Anyway, so we helped them facilitate that mm-hmm. and there's a frozen coffee menu in there now. Yes. So if you want an excellent coffee, you know, pretty much all day, every day, um, go to Abacus on Chapel Street. That's a... Yeah. Reputable mm. establishment. Todd and I are both working there, so yes. Todd will be there when when I leave in June. So mm. yeah. I know it's gonna be in good hands. But mm. I think I certainly agree with you about uh the cafe. It was a um I think I think I personally held on a lot to or I thought to myself that I'm a huge failure if this closes. Mm. And um I don't know if 
either of you felt like that, but um, I think I was just so uh, scared of the idea of having to do that before it really happened that I think it was life-consuming, really. Mm. I was falling apart for a few months there, wasn't I, Todd? Yeah, it was mm. sort of like we try to keep it, obviously keep it positive, you know, mm. hence the saying, this might be a good thing. That's something got thrown around a lot. A little too much. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, it was definitely hard. But, you know, as a cafe owner, your job doesn't stop once the cafe is shut because you've got emails, you've got ordering, you've got all sorts of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, which not many people know about. And you you, you, you get this lovely thing for dinner that you don't get when you're not a cafe owner. But when you become a cafe owner, you're able to, you're able to have stress and showers for dinner. Mm. So, like, sometimes Todd would be like, oh, yeah, what are you having, um, what are you having for dinner tonight? I said, oh, I might have a bowl of stress, mate. Oh, really? Oh, tasty. Yeah, then, you know, ask me the next day, what are you going to have for dinner? It's not that. Oh, I might have a shower. You know? <laughs> Do you want a side of stress with your shower as yeah. well? Yeah. <laughs> just like the waiter comes out with the, the block of cheese and the grater and just grates it on top of your on top yeah. of your meal. But it's just sort of you know, hunched gra- over in the shower, just, <laughs> you, you, just crying. You, yeah. <laughs> you get, you, you, you're grating that, the stress into the salt on that, you know, the tears. That's not oh, to say wow. it's not yeah. doable though. Are they, I mean, no. we definitely could have run that in a way that was... I don't know. Could have made money, mm. but really wasn't. Uh, wasn't I wasn't going to be able to really accept that as something I'd be happy with. I mean, all I've ever been into is 100% amazing coffee, mm-hmm. and all I wanted to serve there was 100% amazing coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we could have sold cans of Coke and Twix and stuff like that if we wanted to, and yeah. you know, maybe done some focaccias if we really wanted to. Yeah. But, you know, I just decided that that's not how I wanted to, you know, live my working life. So we yeah. opted to, to close the cafe. Mm. But you know what? I've been feeling really good in the last couple of months, in, in the, yeah. the time in between, you know, very relaxed, you know, found some clarity. Your mental health has obviously improved. Oh, mental health, you know, on the up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I've made a big decision about my future. Mm-hmm. I'm moving to Sydney, guys. Oh, I'll wow. see you later. Yeah, that, Sorry. Sorry about oh that. So I live in Melbourne now, but I'm moving to Sydney. Okay. In mm. June. So. Wow. Trying to escape the uh, the beloved uh, Melbourne winter. Yeah, well, it's it's not beloved at all. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst place to be in Australia during winter. Oh, yeah. You know. Got good it, coffee. What? Got good coffee. Oh though. yeah, great coffee. But weather-wise, it's um, you know, everyone has that view of Australia that it's either like you know red dust, you mm. know, um, out out in the outback or, um. Yeah, nice and tan surfing, you know, on the beach. But Melbourne. Then you have winter localised specifically grim. in our city. Yeah. yeah, then you have Melbourne winter. And um, oh, look, I live I live in quite an affluent area of the city. Um, but me living in this street probably sort of brings the average house price down. And, uh, you know, wow. let's, let's just, for lack of a, you know, I haven't got the best house in the street. It's, you know, it's, it's very livable. We're in, this ha- we're in my house right now. It's quite yeah. good, given given it. Bit of a clean today, but um, built in the sixties, mm-hmm. no insulation. Do you need insulation? Well, if if you like freezing to death, you know, in winter, no, you don't. Okay. If you like frying in summer, no, you don't. But if you don't like those things, then yeah, you do. Okay. Um, so yeah, it gets really, really cold, cold in here. Mm-hmm. Like it's painful. Just put a jumper on. Yeah, I was about to say wise words of put something. Put some more clothes on, man. Yeah, well, I mean, 
how how much how much more can you do? Like you, when you wear your Kathmandu thermals to bed. I mean, like get out your sub zero beanie, put that on. Oh yeah, no, this is true. But anyway, even then, it's still a little bit cold. But okay. um, moving to Sydney where the weather's much nicer. Okay. Don't actually know what I'm going to be doing there yet, but okay. Screw it, I'm moving there. Um, that's where I mentioned earlier. That's where I was born. That's mm-hmm. where I'm from. So I'm very much looking forward to being closer to some family. Okay. Uh, up in Sydney, but um. Unfortunately, or not necessarily unfortunately, but that obviously will have a bit of a, uh, I guess, influence over what the future of Sub-Zero is. Mm-hmm. And um, so we've got this pop-up plan next week. We don't really have any planned beyond that. And to be honest, probably won't have one for quite a while. Maybe I'll do a Sub-Zero Sydney. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll come back for a Melbourne appearance. Maybe you guys will come for a Sydney. I don't know. But um, See what happens. You know, at this stage, it looks like we're wrapping things up for a fair yeah. bit. I'm I'm going to keep the podcast going. Mm-hmm. I can't not keep the podcast going. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to take an opportunity to say just how much fun it's been mm. up until now with the, the pop-ups in the cafe and how many memories we've created. and we had some good times. Yeah, and we've really pushed the whole frozen coffee thing, believe mm. it or not. Mm. Like... We're getting messages all the time from people saying, hey, and across the world as well. I feel I feel like we've got a bigger following internationally than we do in Australia. Mm. A lot of people across the world are learning to freeze coffee and thinking it's cool. And It's very cool. Mate, mm. uh, no pun intended. No. Oh, it's cool. Oh, oh wow. Oh, man. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. But Ty, your, um, your experience of frozen coffee, you know, from when we started Sub-Zero to now, you know. Massive, like... Are you freezing at home? Uh, not freezing at home. My freezer at home is tiny and it's mm. filled with random assortments of just one of everything. You know, like one pork dumpling, one bow, you know, just... Of course. Random things. So mm. not really freezing at home, just still doing... Not yet. Not yet anyway. I need an upgrade freezer, but I'm um, still doing home brews and pour overs and stuff like that. So, you know, throwing down the AeroPress every before, now and again. Before we started Sub-Zero, did you, did you think of... I don't know, uh, a coffee menu as big as a wine list as really even possible? No, no. My my idea before frozen coffee was still just like, you know, you might have espresso, a couple of milkies, and then, I don't know, maybe a batchy or something like that, and nothing really too hectic. Yeah, that that's your typical cafe lineup. Yeah, like that's mm. just your typical lineup. And yours, Todd? Yeah. I've got quite a good uh, frozen selection at home at the moment. Oh, you do? Yeah. Mm. So I have I had did have three freezers full of different coffees, um, working coffee, obviously, you get coffee to take home. People give you coffees to try. So, hey, try this. This is really good. Then you sort of build up a library over time. I don't actually have any room temperature coffee in my house. It's all frozen. Yeah, right. And probably a good bit of context here is that mm. um, you have quite a bit of coffee gear at home. Yeah. You've like, almost got like a cafe okay. set up in your house. Goes all right. You've got the Lamazaka GB... GS3. GS3 and yeah. the... Um, What's the other? What's that grinder called? EK43. That's the one. Melconi. Um, sorry. Blank moment there. Oh. So, you, yeah, you, you got quite the... Um, well, I feel pretty lucky because I bought that equipment um, during my competition time to train at home, but mm-hmm. that has been really nice to get up in the morning, have a cafe, sort of quality coffee at home, which has been been awesome. Okay, what's on the menu at the moment? Uh, raspberry candies, sort of the go-to in the morning, first okay. thing, the milk-based coffee. Yeah, okay. And you should have a pour over. Okay. Uh, might have a cheeky espresso. Okay. Yeah. Anything tasty in the pour over department? Uh, I've got some bio innovation Sidra from Sub Zero. That goes okay. 
Yeah, there's, mm. are we the only people in Australia that have that? I haven't seen it anywhere I else. I haven't seen so it anywhere else Maybe, quite possibly. Po- quite possibly, and mm. uh, shout out again to Ben Tooby for doing such a great job of roasting Thanks, that. Thanks, Ben Tooby. Thanks, Ben Um But yeah, so we'll have that mm. available as espresso and filter mm. at the, uh, the next pop-up, which is, what, just over a week away. Today's Wednesday. This podcast might be up on Friday or tomorrow night, I don't know. But, yeah. um, you know, a week away from now, if you, if you get, if you... If you listen to the Sub Zero podcast between now and then, yeah, One Nelson Street, Abbotsford, Melbourne, Slayer HQ, mm. Australia, make sure you get down there. Seventh and eighth of May, yeah. nine to four, Friday and Sunday. Nine to four, nine to four will be the hours. Um, well, I'm really looking forward to it, guys. Yeah, yeah, be a bit of fun. Yeah, it should be a bit of fun. A couple of gags, a couple of gags. Where do you think to going going um, going broader in life now? Where do mm-hmm. you think? We're going to go with frozen coffee as an industry from here. So since we started coffee Sub Zero Coffee back in December 2019, mm-hmm. you know we made it through 2020, froze coffee all year last year. Mm-hmm. Where do you think we're going with it? I think it's going to become more of a standard thing. Like when we got into it, obviously it was a very niche thing. No one knew about it. You know, freezing coffee. Why would you do that? But a lot of cafes around Melbourne are doing it. People are doing it around Australia. So it's been going to become i think the go-to can we tell the story of how you got into freezing coffee oh uh, yeah if you like yeah, okay do you want me to tell it or you, you, you can tell it you tell okay. it very well yeah. well um so todd was competing back in 2017 or 2018 in a barista competition yeah, i think it was 2018 yeah yeah maybe mm. no i think it was 2017 it was 2017 2017 anyway so i um i walked into the building which was in flemington at the time mm-hmm. and um it wasn't todd it wasn't Todd on stage, but at that time, it was actually uh, the aforementioned, the infamous Matthew Lewin. Matt Lewin. And he was talking about how he had um, frozen some beans or something with liquid nitrogen. I don't know, but it, it sent me down a very deep rabbit hole. Mm. I'm like one of those people that I hear something and then it sets off like you know an explosion in my brain and then I have to go research it to death. Mm-hmm. So anyway, frozen coffee sort of rang a bell and I thought, okay, I'll explore this further. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, so it turns out you could vacuum seal it, you could store it in tubes, you could flush things and store it in canisters, you name it, bing bong bangity boo, it was there. And then you could serve it on demand. Yes. So, um, you know, this is the discovery that we made at the time. So Todd was a non-believer and I think I must have, you know, tried half a dozen times to say, hey, mate, we should be freezing coffee. You were the head barista at St. Ali at the time and I was your junior. Yes. Um, and uh, I was your squire. That's right. That's squire. One of, that's one of your favourite words, squire. Yeah. Anyway, so it wasn't until <laughs> it wasn't until I made Todd's competition coffee for him, mm-hmm. but I froze it. Yes. Because of course, when you freeze, uh, when you grind coffee at a lower temperature, it grinds a little bit better. You know, a bit more mm. consistently. Yeah. Um, and served it to you, and you asked me what coffee it was. Mm. Like you know, he just thought, oh, geez, this is transformed completely. What's that? Mm. And um, and then I told you what it was, and yeah. I think the next day we started ser- serving frozen coffee. There goes my phone. I yeah, have that on silent or non-vibrating during the podcast. But anyway, here we go. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, back to the story. Um, yeah, you were convinced from then on. Yeah, you made this espresso, and I think it was one of the best espressos I've ever had in my life. Do you remember what it was? It was a natural processed geisha from Colombia. The name of nah, the farm. No, no, no. Panama. Panama. Panama Geisha Natural Process. From? The name of the farm. I can't oh, quite I've recall. Got what, is it? what was it? El Burro. El Burro. That's yeah. the one. Um, yeah, incredible texture, incredible sweetness. It was just 
yeah, unbelievable coffee. Un- unbelievable coffee. But mm. that's 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 seriously the difference it could make. And now mm. we're in this situation where I don't know, you don't just walk into Sub Zero and grab a latte. It's okay, well there's mm. five different, you know, extremely good options for milk, you know, we might have twenty, a lazy thirty filters on, I don't know. But Just treat it, yourself. It it is a treat yourself type occasion, yes. But um yeah, I love freezing coffee and I, I don't know where I'll be next, but I think wherever I go, I'll keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's going to be good. Yeah. Should be right. No, it's always fun explaining it to people, especially like I'm not super versed on the deep science of it, but telling people, you know, like we freeze coffee and sell them by the dose. I was like, oh, do you serve the coffee cold? And you're like, no, no, no like you still prepare it the same way kind of thing. But like, mm. I don't know, people are sort of blown away when you're like, yeah, you have a, we've got a menu, you know, 40 shy coffees. And they're like, oh. That's, mm. that's insane. Like, you know, like they don't expect sort of that kind of thing to be possible. And it's not really a normalized as of yet. And yeah. you see, one of the great things to do in Melbourne on your day off is to go to different coffee shops and drink coffee. Mm. And I think this was my main motivation for starting Sub-Zero is that, you know, if Todd and I had the same, the same day off, we'd go to a coffee shop together. But mm. you can't always get what you want. You know, in fact, very rarely can you get or could you get what it is you wanted at the time you wanted it. Mm. And so... Now that you've got, you know, frozen coffee, if you feel like that Kenyan espresso, you can have that Kenyan espresso. And if you feel like anything, really, you can just have it. And that wasn't really a possibility before, was it, Todd? No. 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 But some days you really just want, you know, maybe a high fermentation Ethiopian with milk. Maybe you want a washed um, Ethiopian filter. But, you know, you can't get Ethiopian coffee all the time, which is a little bit sad because of well, seasonality. Well, but you, you, you couldn't. You couldn't, but you can. You can Because now. you can freeze it. Um, you, said, you said high ferment coffee. Um, mm. There are a lot of new ways of fermenting coffee nowadays, aren't there? Yes. Like, there you are. know, between now and the, you know, between 2019 when we started to now, I, f- I feel like there's just, mm. there's, there's always just more. So we mentioned before the thermoshock geisha. Mm-hmm. Don't know how the hell that was made, but. Mm. Um, you know, by all accounts, it tastes really good. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned before bio-innovation. Yes. Uh, which is, I'll do my best at explaining that uh, without, you know, info cards and all that bloody <laughs> Yahoo in front of me. But the um, the idea was that they created a microorganism from other parts of the farm mm-hmm. and then processed the cherries. Ours was washed bio-innovation, so I think... Substrate? They made, they made a substrate. Um, so it was putting... So the cherries were put in clay pots mm-hmm. and from which the microorganism, which was proliferated, would you say, into the substrate? Yeah. yeah maybe. I don't know. Well, anyway, cherries, substrate, together, um, and then dried out in the sun for 40 days. And it's just like this really clean, juicy, complex mm. coffee. And it's, it's, it's kind of unique. I've never had a coffee like it, but if you're, uh, if you're free next Friday or Saturday, 7th and 8th of May, you can come try it out yourself. Um, what else is there now? they got... The, the anaerobic naturals. Anaerobic naturals, supernaturals. Supernatural. Big, big fan yes. of those. That's a big one. Basically, you're stacking the cherries thick as they're drying. Okay. It slows down the fermentation, so you kind of get the flavour clarity, a bit like a wash, but also the heavy fruits and the sweetness of a natural. So it's kind of like very best of both. Very intensive process, a lot of uh, rotating yeah. of the cherries and whatnot. It's very labour-intensive, but, you know, flavour-wise, it's, mm. it's pretty special. You know, nothing good comes cheap. Yeah. You, know, you get in what you put out. Um, yeah. There was some interesting... Uh, we, we mentioned Australian Brewster Champions before. Hugh mm-hmm. Kelly yes. uh, just took out the Australian Brewster Championship here in Australia. In <laughs> um, Melbourne. In, in Melbourne, yep. Melbourne as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But he used a coffee that was inoculated with a certain yeast, I'm led to believe. So yes. I don't know how that all works either. I should really do my homework before these podcasts. But, um, <laughs> but you know, if you're at home and you want to um, look that up, mm. by all means, go ahead. I know that um, Fazenda California had done some good work with yeast inoculations. That's a farm in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, that's another one. There's pineapple fermentations now. There's citric wash. There's, I don't know, rose going. petal fermentations. You name it, they've got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, 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 it feels like there's been so many different introductions of, of, of new methods of fermentation. I think, you know, a few borrowed from wine, but yeah. the more the merrier, I say. We yeah. keep, keep them coming. Yeah. So what's on, what's on next for you guys? So we'll start with Ty. You know, it's 2021, April right now. What's on for the rest of your year? Um, Just keep working and meet me there for a while, making yeah. coffee. Come right. in if you want to come grab a brew. No, um, I will. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'll be still, you know, sleep deprived for a few more months. As yeah, I yeah. Right, yeah. train my little thing, but um, dog. But yeah, nothing too too huge in the future at the moment. Sort of you, just you, you'll be there one on one of the days next week, surely. Yeah, yeah, one of the days next week. Uh, we haven't decided yet, but I'll definitely be there. Yep. Be there or be square. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, haven't decided yet. But Meet me there or be there and be square. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Which would you prefer, mate? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I had, to, I had to take that one while, while I could. Um, and Todd, yes, what's on for you for the rest of the year? Uh, be working, working a lot of Melbourne, working at Abacus. Um, yeah, I mean, twenty twenty one is the year I sort of say I can do anything. You know, Coke will say, "Hey, mate, can you go and do this?" I say, "I can do anything." Okay, that's one of your new gags, isn't it? Well, no, it's just it's just about being a bit more positive, a bit more optimistic this year because I think if twenty twenty taught me anything is that anything can happen, and you sort of need to have a positive outlook. Anything can happen. Mm. Like last year, I was kind of just like things were happening. I was just like, "Wow, I didn't mm. think that could happen." Exactly, but that just literally happened. Um, you know. Pandemic started, everything yeah. just started turning to, you know. Bit bit hairy, yeah, bit grey. Got to be hairy yeah. there at times. But, yeah. but you'll, you'll be working at Abacus full-time. Yes. From May sort of thing. And yeah. So, yeah, you're taking over from me there. Yeah. And it's going to be just the best cafe pretty much ever. Yeah. Probably bad, you know, probably not the best jokes, but good coffee. No, terrible jokes. Terrible jokes. Especially if you're no, there. I, Rep- I, repetitive I expect jokes. when I walk down the street, I expect some terrible jokes <laughs> with my coffee. <laughs> Yeah, like, good coffee. Yeah, good vibes, good times. Yeah, okay. Well, we can roll with that. Yeah. Um, a new thing to sort of let people know is you're you're not so much interested in coffee competitions anymore. No, I sort of did five years in a row, mm. and sometimes five years in a row of anything is is a lot, and you oh, can sort of oh. take some time away. Okay, but um, what's what's the new thing you've taken up in your life? Um, I got really into chess during the lockdown. Okay, that sort of kept me kept me going, mate. And you, and I've never met someone who just loves. You know, losing as much as Todd at chess. You know, every <laughs> That's time. That's really funny. Every man. time we play, I just you know wipe the floor with him. And do you? No, I don't. He's just unraveled <laughs> my story already. <laughs> it's frustrating because I'll a be friendly game. Well, I'll be trying to. I'll be trying to win. Oh. I'll have a really good move planned, hmm. and so I, I'd say about eighty percent of the time you win. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, you okay. reckon even more? Eighty-five. Uh, say eighty to keep it friendly. You know. Okay. All right. Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> Todd wins X amount of the time, mm-hmm. and um, it, it just it. I hate losing, mm-hmm. so you know that sucks. But also, when I it it's funny when I I put a pe- I, put, I I make a move, mm. 
and I know I'm going to beat Todd because he just does this thing where he looks over the whole board and there's, there's like just that one drop of sweat that trickles down <laughs> and he knows I've got him. When what? I beat you in chess, in the, on the rare occasion I beat you in chess. And then okay. when he's about to checkmate me, I'll make the move and he goes, oh, you, you sure you want to do that? That's nice. Is that what happens? Yes, it is what happens. <laughs> okay. okay. Every time. Oh, it's just a friendly game, mate. Don't want to take it too seriously. Yeah, anyway, well, you take it pretty seriously. Oh, it's good fun. You, you know, it's good for you. Good for you. Got to have the clock. Right. Um, good for your strategy. Good for problem solving. Good for your mental health. Okay. Mm, which is mental important. aerobics. Yeah. yeah. No, a bit of mental health never goes too far astray. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good fun. But next week. Yes. Next week's the big one. Yes. Mm. The last hurrah. And we really want to see as many people as we can at Slayer. At Slayer. Yep. So Slayer HQ. Mm. Um, Slayer have a new ambassador in Australia. He's a young stud by the name of Hugh McDonald. Shout out to Hugh. Mm-hmm. Extremely good looking guy. He has a um, he has a beard that it's almost as big and voluptuous as Todd's. So if you haven't voluptuous. seen Voluptuous. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just thought I'd rack a whack a, you know. Big word. Mm. Big word I don't know the meaning of in there. Um, so anyway, where I'm going with this is he's got a pretty majestic beard. I think we can all mm. know that. Yeah. Single? No, unfortunately oh, not. No. Yeah, Sorry, guys. He's taken. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. He's, he's been snapped up. Sorry, mate. Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, um, <laughs> Hugh's been helping us out a whole lot. So we've got to mm. you know, give huge props to Hugh. Thanks, Hugh. Huge and Hugh. Yeah, mm. was, that's a good one. I never, I never got the meaning. That defini- down. Never got the definition of assonance and alliteration before. But anyway, yeah. it's one of them. One of them. Um, we'll have to Google it. Maybe. Yeah, after the podcast, should have been before. But yeah. well, I didn't know I'd get that one out during the podcast, <laughs> so not one hundred percent my fault. Um, so yeah, next weekend is the big one. Yes, uh, and then we're going to continue doing the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. So just. FYR people. Mm. Um, it was a funny story about the podcast. The the one the last one that was supposed to be released, mm-hmm. we, we got about halfway through. I was recording. I won't I won't um, I won't name the guest, but we got about halfway through recording, and then the SD card which runs this podcasting unit mm-hmm. um, corrupted, so lost everything. And wow, you know, the vibe was just shot after that. So the vibe was gone. Mm. Technology, hey? Yeah, technology. What's that? What's that iconic quote? The it's Marbo. Yeah. It's the vibe. Yeah. It's the Constitution Const- of Australia. Constitution of Australia. That's a great quote from the castle. Mm. Um, anyone living abroad and you just want just a glimpse into Australian life, you can watch the castle. If you live in mm. Australia and you've seen it, you know, you can just enjoy what we just said. Yeah. Um, yeah. But next week's the big one. Yep. The podcast will live on. I yes. just thought it would be a good idea to record one, just us three. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, in the lounge room, got the Catan board there. Might play a cheeky game of chess after this. Yeah, why yeah. not? Hopefully, hopefully, I can get a win over Todd while you're here. Um, it's such a friendly game. Oh, I'm so looking forward to serving some coffees next week. Mm. But everyone, I, th- I think we'll leave it there. Does anyone? Does anyone have anything else they want to add to before? Just we? a reminder of the dates, maybe for oh, the yes. yeah, pop up. Yeah. Uh, go on. It's the seventh and eighth of May. Yes, which is a Friday and a Saturday. Friday mm. and a Saturday. So if you're working. In coffee Monday to Friday, you've got your Saturday off, you should come down to Sub-Zero and have a tasty, little tasty, tasty something. Tasty Bruskin. And and you know what? You should bring a friend as well because- Bring not all your friends. Yeah, everyone. You should bring all your friends. But Mom, dog, Well, uh, mo- most yeah. of the- we sell, we sell things Sad. as a set. Um, <laughs> Greg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope Greg's there. Wow. 
But any Hauser, uh, the any, all the espressos, you know, most espresso machines have a have handles that have two spouts, yep. and so an espresso or a milk base has to be split between two. So when we sell one of them, we actually in effect sell two. Yes. So if you're buying an espresso or a milk based coffee, you in effect get two. So mm. You should bring a friend so that you can, you know, partner up and conquer more coffees. Really, and, you know, think of think of the Sub Zero coffee menu like a quest. Yes, a quest you must conquer. You know, you're. I don't know. I'm thinking. Of, but when I say the word quest, I'm getting all King Arthur in Monty Python yeah. and the Holy Grail right now. You know, the coconut. Ah, squire. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> you know. Answer me these questions three and there, the other side you will see. Mm. Uh, airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow. Sorry, exactly. word, you know, vomit just there. So mm. back to back to where we we're at. Mm. Bring it's like a, a friend. It's like a pilgrimage. It's mm. like a pilgrimage. Mm. Yes, it is. It is. It's a coffee pilgrimage. Mm. And we make good coffee too. Like Yeah, we do okay. You know, sometimes you don't want to risk sounding arrogant, but, you know, sometimes you can pump up your own tyres a little bit. I reckon you and I and you, us three make good coffee. Yeah. We, do, we do okay. We do okay. Yeah. I can definitely vouch for you too, that's for sure. Oh, mate, I can vouch for you too. You make a mean pour over. Mm, thank you. But um, Lean mean. Lean mean. Espresso machine. Espresso mm. machine. And yeah. we'll, we'll be working on the slayers, of course, so the coffee's they are, all They're a mean, a mean machine. Mm. They're a mean, like mean in a good way though. Yeah. Like, you know, you, it, it's very much a good mean. Lean. They mean. are lean, very sleek looking. Espresso machine. And Hugh McDonald will be there as well, just sort mm. of looking good. Mm. Um, it is taken. He, yes, ah, so sorry everyone. Anyone who's getting the wrong idea at home, he's taken. So <laughs> well, he is a good-looking gentleman, but taken. A good-looking chap, not on the menu. But taken. But, um, <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not on the sub-zero menu. We've got either. an expensive menu, but he, he's not on the menu. It's not available. Just a big vacuum-packed Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm he's, thinking like Star Wars. You know, bounty hunter vibes. Is just frozen in carbonite. Yeah, frozen in carbonite there. Mm. Or like, there's just a big unlabeled freezer at the pop-up. Like someone will walk up. Like, What's in that one? Oh, nothing, mate. Don't worry. The ex-employees go. Oh yeah, <laughs> got Hugh McDonald in there, and he's oh you know, okay. Wow, he's, he's the right customer. Wow, um, preserved, reserved. Yeah, yeah. Vintage, vintage menu. Okay. Yeah. Oh mate, you're not such a bad guy, are you? Oh okay. Wow. All right. So wow. <laughs> okay. So May seventh and eighth. Yep. Uh, nine till four. Yes. Mm. Um, will be the hours from which we operate. Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Seventh and eighth of May. Bring at least one friend. Bring all your friends if you can. Bring all your friends if you can, but you need a buddy to take on these coffees. Seriously, yeah. like you know, you get you buy a milky, you can share it with someone. Mm. Strap in the seatbelt, sit down. Strap in the seatbelt, sit down. You know, you can share the filters, the espressos as well. So, the best experience will come is if you bring a friend. Yes. So, um, yeah, do that. Yeah. Any closing remarks, mm. gentlemen? Sometimes you've got to do it to yourself. So, oh, that's another. <laughs> I was trying to end the podcast. Oh, now we have to tell another I've great been story. I'm to just like interject oh, that one. Should we t- I don't know maybe. if we should tell that one. Yeah. It's a bit controversial. I feel like you have to come to the podcast and ask about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, pop up, yeah, the pop up. Yeah, pop up. Come to the pop up. We'll yeah. Tell the story. The, sometimes you just got to do this, do that to yourself. Mm. That's kind of like an in-person face-to-face mm. story. Like, yeah. it could be borderline defamatory if we tell that story about Greg. Yeah. No, you've got to. Yeah. He might think, well. Thanks, son. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, what have I what have I raised? <laughs> oh wow, okay. Right. You know, broadcasting my fortieth birthday Gags. stories. Oh uh, mm. yeah, I don't want to spoil it. I won't no, say any yeah, more. No, it was yeah. it was Greg Souders. Suitor. <laughs> it was Greg Souders' fortieth birthday story. Just if you come if you come 
to the pop-up next week yep. and say these words. Yep. You just have to do it to yourself. <laughs> One of either Todd or myself or Ty mm. yep. will tell you the story. Is that a deal? Yeah, that okay. sounds good. All right. Lock, lock it in, Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. Lock it in, Eddie. Final answer. Okay. Well, any any closing remarks from you, Todd? Um, mate, just thanks for being thanks for being a great guy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, well, I guess we've got to thank everyone. You know, yeah. thank all of our listeners who mm. listen yeah. to the podcast. Thank all the loyal customers who have been mm. so good to us. and Loyal and coffee coming in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, I don't, we, I, I don't think I take it for granted at all, just no. all the experiences that, we've been able to help create with people and the connections we've made with people and mm-hmm. just all the coffees that we've discovered and coffees we will discover in the future. Yeah. The barriers removed. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I think you look back and I sometimes judge myself harshly on Sub-Zero and what's happened with it. But, it, you know, I think we've influenced coffee culture, not just in Melbourne, but in, you know, a fair few mm. cities across the world, and yeah. you know, we get people messaging us asking how to do these things, and um, you know, taking inspiration and letting us know that because of us, they've they've put a frozen coffee in their own frozen coffee menu in their own cafe, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just want to definitely take this time to say a huge thank you to everyone who's got us here now, and um, I just really, really am looking forward to next Friday and Saturday. The final hurrah, making mm, some mm. unbelievable, unbelievable coffees. Strap yourself in. Strap mm. yourself in. If you have a seatbelt that you can sort of fix to your chair, do it. Cause <laughs> <laughs> bring one, bring one. Yeah, it gets a bit hectic. If you have mm. a flavour licence, bring it. Yeah, uh, you need a flavour licence. We might have a few spares on the day, so mm. don't, don't, get, don't, don't get too concerned. Mm. Uh, we're going to have some really ex- some excellent Sub-Zero Rayon shirts available for sale <laughs> oh. as well. Um, still got a few of those left, so, mm. okay. um, you know getting quick for those mm. but gentlemen i'm going to sign off here it's been so lovely having you both on and um and it's been so lovely working with you both and it's not goodbye forever no it's mm. see you later it's yeah. just see, see you when so- i'm looking at you see you when i'm looking at you. see you soon see you in the future see you on may the 7th or the 8th mm. um yeah. but gentlemen it's been a pleasure Thanks, um, man. as always guys stay cool stay cool stay cool, stay cool.